When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, welcome to the KBJ Aperture Podcast. Kevin's eyes look insane, but he's got new hair. Virginia is a witch, and she farts in her chair. Jason is a spaz who's got an old man's ass. Welcome to the After the Show Podcast. Hello and welcome to the KBJ After the Sure Podcast. I see you all here today. Thanks for uh, dialing us in. Also, um, big thanks again to uh, Scott Shannon yesterday who uh, jumped on with us. He uh, really, really uh, think he's a big fan of the show. He had a great time. So I know it meant a lot to him. So <laughs> It meant a lot to me. Yeah. He knows fun. who we are and he made fun of me for sounding like Smokey Joe. He's really, yeah. he's really, he's a very, very cool <laughs> yeah, dude. He, he made dude. fun of my window endorsement. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> when, you get, when, you, when you get past that, uh, when you finally get all of the new windows in there, we're going to get past that third phase. He's right. It's been four years. <laughs> People always ask, so what's up with, did she get to get a window? I finally am almost done with the windows. <laughs> well, they sent one window and it was the wrong size. The the factory messed up, so now we're not done yet. Oh, geez. Uh, Sandy said, as a kid that grew up in Westchester, New York, in the 80s, the Z Morning Zoo was what you tuned your bathroom boombox on to get ready in the morning. What a fun flashback with Scott Shannon. All I can say is I love Mr. Leonard and hobnobbing with the Goober Smoochers and Peter the Meter Readers. So That's so cool. She knows all the players. Yeah. Yeah, Aww. That. yeah, that was the biggest thing. Uh, one of the characters they had on that show, Mr. Leonard. And uh, it was this guy that um, for a lot of the show, he wasn't even there. He lived in Texas. Oh. And so he would just dial into the show. Yeah, but it was a whole, you know, just kind of the art of it. And so he would talk and they'd always have little skits or whatever. And they had a lime green pinto. That was Mr. Leonard's, and it said Z100, Mr. Leonard's Lime Green Pinto, and I'd have to drive. We'd drive that around. This is an old shitty Pinto from the 70s, and this is the early 90s. Okay. And people would flock to that. You'd be driving around Manhattan and, you know, wherever stoplight step you came at, people would come up and be, bound, you know, beating on the car. Mr. Leonard, Mr. Leonard. That's and, so uh, cool. Yeah. And it had uh, – uh, a radio that didn't work, and they'd remove the radio, but they didn't take out the wire. So the wire would stick out the side, and if you got lackadaisical and your leg touched it, it'd so- shock the shit out of you. <laughs> and so you'd be driving along going, yeah, so I was like, oh, Jesus, God, love it. I mean, it was like 10 times worse than the shock collar we had. say, maybe that's where your obsession with shocking came from. <laughs> yes, could have been, riding in that thing. And I uh, believe, I think I was the last person to ever ride in that lime green pinto. Wow. We were heading out to the Hamptons 
to do an event. I was so excited because I never like the Hamptons was the cush gig and I got all the shitty jobs that nobody wanted to do. I was a little man on the totem pole. So, you know, other people had stuff going on. So I was going to the Hamptons and uh, Mr. Leonard's lime green pinto. And I was so excited. And we're out there heading out to the Hamptons and the fucking car caught on fire. Oh, shit. Like was serious flames and everything. And they, I never saw it again. And somebody said, yeah, that was the last ride of Mr. Leonard's lime green pinto. Dang. And so they, yeah, they drove us back to the city and they're like, sorry, you don't have a way out there. And I never got to go. Did the Pinto catch on fire through fault of the operator? No, I think it was just, it was just old and it was just, it would smoke anyway. Okay. And you had to always put like oil in it. You had to have oil in the trunk and you're always <laughs> adding oil to it. And it just, so it was like my first car. Yeah, it just was terrible. It was, it was a miserable thing to be in. It had no air conditioning. But it wasn't even Mr. Leonard's. You would just drive it around and people would think it was Mr. Leonard's. Yeah, it was a whole theater. That, that was the whole uh, illusion of it. His name's John Rio. Really, uh, you know, funny guy who did a lot of voice work. And that was his thing. Mr. Leonard was just, Leonard was just one of his voices. And he had a studio. I think he was uh, in Houston or something like that. And so he would just dial it in from the studio and they'd send him the skits and he'd do the skits and that was it. That's funny. Yeah. So people, that was the thing about Mr. Leonard. It was kind of like uh, on Cheers where they had Norm's wife. You never got to see Mr. Leonard. Nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I love that. So yeah, so thanks again to uh, Scott and hopefully uh, some of you old uh, New York people uh, remember him and like that. Uh, Elmer was uh, sent an email about the hot dog gun. I think on Friday we're going to have the hot dog gun here just to see what it's uh, all about. Wow, what a big Good. Friday. That, that's such a Friday type kind of a bit, isn't it? Hot dog gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, yeah, so. hopefully we're going to be able to wrap up these hot dogs and make it so that we can actually launch them. Yeah, well, I, I want to put my face on the line. We got we to gotta make it sanitary, too, you know. Yeah, shoot the hell out of me. I, I, want, mm-hmm. I want the fight. So uh, we're going to hopefully get to all that going on, but I believe that you have to have an electrical plug for the hot dog gun. So that's uh, one thing we're going to have to work Okay, we can run an extension cord. Oh, logistics I, of it on wherever we fire it from. Generator, extension cord, we're good, we're good. Do we need, do we need a generator? <laughs> well, we don't need a generator. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I believe on Friday, uh, on the after the show, we're going to be trying it out. So there you go. I got a power cord. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I got so many extension cords. Well, I got a lot too. How many do you have, dude? How many how, how many extension cords you got? At least fifteen. Because I have, I was counting. I have at least seventeen. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Elmer what a dick. said here, if this hot dog gun is real, you can leave the hot dog buns out. Let them get nice, stale, and hard. That should keep them intact. It's a great idea. It may hurt a bit more if you're going to shoot somebody in the face, but. Hey, look, that's, it's, it's not about pleasure. This yeah. is about science. It always has been. Mm-hmm. No pain, no gain. It's Jaybird's face, so. Crazy lions! Mm-hmm. You're supposed to, but come on, you're going to take it back me up. Mr. Repeat. Oh, it's been so long, I forgot what that whole act was. Science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it got on your nerves after a while. Yeah, I forgot that act. That was 2003. That, no, I, I wasn't around. To, that, that was a 2011 bit. <laughs> I think it's as old as Mr. Leonard. <laughs> and it just caught on fire. Well, guess what? It's coming back. I <laughs> uh, got an email here from uh, Cesar. Uh, that guy that was moping around my house the other day with the orange flags. 
I believe is the one that uh, cut the line to the internet into my house and cable. And so that uh, was just kind of a mess and a big pain in the ass. It's so funny. When someone tells you a story, you always you play it out in your head. You kind of see what's going on. You describe the guy who you think did it. And I picture him so vividly in my head. I've never seen him. And I would love to know how close am I with what's in my head to the reality of it. If you're picturing Shaggy from Scooby-Doo in a flop hat in one of those uh, long sleeve dry fit fishing shirts, you got him perfect. And he walked exactly like Shaggy in the cartoons did. <laughs> I know that With walk. his kind of like shoulders back and just this mopey. He just looked like a guy that was going to fuck something up. Did, and did he, he just even... had that look. I just saw him and I'm like, what's this guy doing out front of my house milling around? I'm like, this guy just looks like he's going to fuck something. Like this guy looks like he's going to cause me problems. And does he even work for anybody? Or is he somebody who was sent there to do a job? Maybe a, a competitive radio station that we compete with. That is funny that there's been many situations in my life where I'll see somebody walk and I've never seen them before. Yeah. And you just know yeah. something weird got a feeling. is yeah. about to go down. They're not doing anything yet, but you just know some shit's about to go weird. Yeah, just seeing that guy, I'm like, that doesn't bode well for me. Just something about this. I wonder how many times when I'm walking up to some something to go, people go, fuck, this is not, <laughs> this shit is going to go south real quick. If you look around and you don't see that guy, <laughs> you are that guy. So Cesar sent me this color-coded list so you could know what the person is up to based on the color of the flag. And I did see the guy had orange flags that he had put out in my front yard over to the neighbor's yard. And I know it was where all of my communications and stuff like that runs, the water, all that. Orange stands for communications, cable TV, alarm, or signal lines, cables, or a conduit. So whoever that dude was, I guess with the orange flags, that's what he was supposedly marking when he cut my line. If you have yellow, it's gas, oil, steam, petroleum, or gaseous materials. Red is electric power lines, cables, conduit, and lighting cables. Blue is portable water. Green is sewers and drain lines. I didn't know it was all... It wow. makes sense. Okay. So what, what does it legit mean to cut somebody's line? What did he do to There's you? a cable that runs up to my house. And then from the cable, that goes into a switcher box in uh, above the garage. And then that goes to all the individual rooms for the cable itself. So like you have a cable that you would screw into the back of your TV, as you used to do before the wireless stuff, that's what is running up through the ground into my house, one of those cables. So whatever they did, they hacked that cable in half. Okay, so he was hacking something over there. That something you, you happened. You didn't see him. You just saw him kind of milling around, but you yeah. didn't see him hack. Well, but he clearly hacked something. The clearly. Xfinity, the yeah. Xfinity service tech came out. He's, he's like, this has all the telltale signs of somebody cut your line. And so he went through, and I guess he could run a test, and quickly he's like, yeah, your line's cut. So he had to put often- in a temporary... Extension. How, does that happen all the time? I don't know that it's happened to me. And now I just, now when I see it, I'm going to be like, hey. It does happen, though, because you see even commercials, a call before you dig. Yeah. Because people are always, oh, I'm going to dig. And they start digging, and then they hit a line of some sort. I didn't realize there were that many. Well, it's happened to me. It's happened to Kevin. It's happened to my buddy. So it makes me think this is a, kind of a common problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That sucks, man. That really fucks up your whole day. If you don't know what you're doing. Two full days. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't have it. Uh, I came back, I think it was Monday afternoon. So there there I had to, I had to go to Caitlin's in Boca and do my work from there because she had uh, the internet. How bad does computer or technical problems just... Uh, 
I struggle with it. I have tech rage when when something like that happens. Yeah, and you know you're fucked for forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. It's it's tough to recover from uh, emotionally. Yeah, engineer Keith did kind of like uh, alert me again to using the hotspots, and I've never really had to because uh, I've never had internet problems really so much, but. It was yesterday when I did get home, I realized with my phone, I did set up, I guess, a hotspot. I was getting basic email and some stuff like that. So it it was kind of working using a hotspot on your phone. So Xfinity has that. But, uh, you know, the cable was still gone. You couldn't watch any TV or anything like that. And I typically got news on and stuff. We can't have that. Mm -hmm. Not in 2023, Virginia. I know. So check that out. I know Xfinity's got like 20 million. (laughs) You realize how much you love technology when it's gone? (laughs) Yeah. And then you realize, damn, they got me. They Uh It's got everybody. Unless you're one of those fucks that go out and move to the woods and built a hut and live off the streams, which sounds cool. For about three days. <laughs> and then you kind of come to and go, like, damn it, man, I miss my fucking microwave. I'm bored. I miss TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I want to watch a murder special. <laughs> You're in a murder special at that point. Yeah. I got an email here from Jackie uh, off of my little rant today. The state of Florida is going to have some personalized plates for the University of Georgia, Alabama, and Auburn. I'm like, it just it doesn't seem right to do an out-of-state school with a Florida plate. And uh, Jackie had said there is a UF plate in Georgia. Okay. David said, uh, Kevin, Georgia has been making license plates with all the SEC teams in it for over 10 years. Really? It's that SEC cult, man. Southeastern Conference, yeah. They just, it's like a cult. Once you're uh, with a team that's in it, man, everything's SEC. That's what I told Mags. I'm like, I don't care where you go to college as long as it's SEC. Okay. That's the that's the guideline. I like it. I just think it's fun. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, for football, uh, college football, it's it's. There's not a better conference. That's fun. Tailgating's good. It's you got exciting. warmer weather. It's tailgating. Yeah. Pretty good teams. That's the most important part of football is tailgating. Yeah. So she goes to Florida State. That's ACC. I know. Mm-hmm. Whoa. That's why I'm leaning UF. Okay. All right. Uh, so anyway, I guess George has been doing it. He said, I'm with you, though. I never liked it. But I got to say, I'm going to be one of the first to purchase a Georgia tag here in Florida. Yeah, and I probably, if they did an Ohio State one, I'd probably bitch less. But I just, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like the... I like the feel. It just ain't right. It just ain't right. SEC, when you say it out loud, kind of sex. Sex. It kind of, um, sex. It kind of sounds like sex a little bit. You hear what you want to hear. <laughs> yeah. SEC, no, no, no. You're mm-hmm. right. Are you in a dry spell, baby? Nah. <laughs> dry spell. Wet spell. It's all the same. Wet spell is better than a dry spell. Not always, mm-hmm. though. <laughs> it's been said that the KVJ show has a bit of an alcohol problem. I prefer to call it alcohol expertise. And when it comes to vodka, girl, we've tried them all. I love citrus, so I love a tall vodka. Try it for yourself. You can pick it up at Singer Island Liquors, or you can go online, mashandgrape.com, and they give back a portion of proceeds to autism charities, and they're awesome, too. You're going to love the vodka, a tall vodka. Kathleen said, I've been waiting for this type of plate my entire life, and I always uh, wished I could get something like it. We don't live in North Korea. Take a nap and chill out. I love the hell of you guys. <laughs> North Korea. We don't yeah, live in old man ran. It's not right. It's not right. You keep Florida money in Florida. That's right. It's got to be Florida-based. You get a Florida plate. Damn Georgians. Well, that's the gamble of a rant. You're going to get a lot of people on your side, and they're going to get some fuckers. I hear you. No, no I, still, I still feel the same. Fight the fight, cowboy. Yeah. 
Just, uh, I mean, because they, they limit them. You can't have more than 130 different right. uh, plates. So can we just limit them to ones that benefit us directly? It is funny the things that will, will hit you, press your buttons personally. That bothers you. That, that That's one of those, you know, yeah. dumb things to fight it's about. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? Come on. I uh, got an email here from someone that is possessed in the PSL. I listened to uh, Kev this morning on his edible experience, and I wanted to ask Denny's, does he have any experience or knowledge on the legal Delta 8 edibles? I did a couple last week. I have to start. Nothing happened. Then the next night, I did a whole 25-milligram gummy. Oh, my flipping word. I thought I was being possessed for a good two hours. Many glasses of water. And a few are fathers later. I finally passed out and slept pretty good. Are these chemically altered versus normal cannabis edibles? I don't know how those Delta ones are legal. And remember, we're talking about that earlier today. You're, someone says, oh, come on, they're ribbing you. Oh, Kev, oh, edibles. They make everyone sleep. What mm-hmm. happens to that person that just said that? Some people do take an edible, and they'll take the regular dosage. Yeah. And they have those kind of symptoms. Me being one of those kind of people, yeah. edibles hit me way different than yeah. a regular weed does. If you miss what I was saying, what I had noticed was I, I can't smoke anything because I got uh, bitchy-ass lungs. <laughs> And so bitchy? Just, Mine are bitchy. Yours are just bitch. Bitch, yeah, bitch ass, ass lungs. Yeah, I got, I got a uh, birth defect on my lungs, so I Damn. can't uh, really kind of smoke. So can we make fun of him for it? I was earlier, now I feel bad. If it's uh, a birth defect, you're kind of a dick. I think he kind of just dropped the birth defect, maybe. Maybe he said it earlier. I don't know. I think there's still going on. He's not a sensitive fuck. No, that bothers me. I think it's it what it is. <laughs> He's not sensitive, but his bitch ass lung is. They are, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck, yeah. That, fuck that lung. Fuck that lung. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to punch it. Yeah. <laughs> Can we do a roast for Kevin's lungs? Yes. Oh, my gosh. They, lo- I, they look like old balloons. I'm making a Twitter right now. Terrible uh, lungs. Uh, I want to do a whole segment. It's a big Kev- roast. We have drinks. We're roasting Kevin's Kevin lungs. lungs. <laughs> So, you know, for me, what uh, it was, was I had tried uh, an edible one time and I was like, okay, I just really kind of got a little bit groggy from it. And I I didn't necessarily love the whole feeling of it, but I was like, man, I wonder, I bet I could sleep pretty well in this. So I tried one about 45 minutes before I went to bed, 45 minutes to an hour. I got that kind of groggy again and just fell asleep. And, man, I was out cold until my alarm went off. Don't you love that? When you don't remember even tossing or turning. Oh, yeah. I woke up and it it just was that restorative sleep that I was like, okay, because during the week, by Friday, I get so worn down that it's really rough for me. Thursdays and Fridays are tough. Today, here we are on Wednesday, and I feel good because I got I took one last night. Uh, my wife had got one from one of her friends that has the card. Okay. And so, yeah, same thing. Boom. Hit the alarm. Like, okay. And, you know, I know for some, sometimes I'll wake up and I'm still kind of really tired, a little groggy, but that shakes off in about 10 to 20 minutes. So I'm all right. I would rather have the restorative sleep. And there was a study that was out. Two groups that had done it. The group that did the edibles, they slept 30 minutes on average longer, and they had uh, better sleep. They weren't uh, tossing, turning, waking up, all that kind of stuff. So they are starting to study this a little bit more. If you have the right body chemistry, that edibles could be a solution for you sleeping better. So that's what I had done. And that was the study I had seen today. So I guess it's just 
toying around with because I, I think was it you, Denny's that talked about you can do like a drop maybe just even in, in yeah. water and that kind of stuff will take you out. They make uh, tinctures. It's a uh, it's it comes like it looks like eye drops, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they'll give you a dose usually one drop depending on what potency you get. If you buy yeah. the strongest stuff, I'd say. Two drops in there will definitely take the edge off. Yeah, because I think I'm going to start exploring around to see what is best. And maybe a tincture or something like that. I just put in a water that I drink an hour before I go to bed because that's the only thing I'm looking for. I'm just mm-hmm. looking for that kind of sleep. Tincture. It sounds a classy. Tincture. It does, yeah. We're I would like a tincture in my champagne glass. We're going to get you some of those those eye drops, maybe some edibles. And we're going to get you a guitar just to have. Just <laughs> okay. because it starts to kind of morph into that. Some record. Yeah. We're also going to get you a Grateful Dead t-shirt. <laughs> Wear it or not. <laughs> it's... Just the, the common progression of the whole thing. You're right. <laughs> Kevin will have a black light poster. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so the edibles, the tinctures, they're all cool. I would, Like Bird was saying, everybody's different. Once you find your dose, though, you can keep it pretty consistent. I mean, everything's yeah. dosed out so well now. Mm-hmm. Right. And that, that's it. I think, you know, start small and, you know, lean into what seems to work for you. But he's talking about the uh, Delta 8 edibles. So I think what there is, is there's a, been a boom in the hemp and the marijuana industry. So there's a lot of people jumping into it and there's a lot of byproducts that are being created from it. And one being the Delta eight, I think it's, they take the hemp plants and it's a minute amount of THC that's present, but they're okay. processing so much of it yeah. that they can concentrate that THC. And it gives you a little bit different of a high because mm-hmm. hemp is a, in the same family as marijuana. Okay. So it's a very similar plant. So it gives mm-hmm. you a similar effect. That's what that Delta 8 is. And that's why it's not illegal. Okay. It's not technically enough THC to count mm-hmm. as an illegal dosage. It's yeah. the age old tale. Always respect the edible. Just respect the that, edible. That is a, yeah. that is a wise. What happened mm-hmm. to her that emailed? Mm-hmm. She she had too much probably of it. To, it can be Armageddon in your head if you have too many edibles. It, you think you're it, it's, it's, even if I eat too many edibles, you got to respect the edibles. And I would always say small, and then you leave. If you're a pothead, yeah, you know a little bit. But if you're a newbie. Edible can make you feel like you're losing your fucking mind. I always mm. say start small, unless you're talking about penises. <laughs> Denny's liked it. <laughs> well, he called me. I just you didn't expect it. You only need one to laugh. He's talking. He gets her sympathy. I didn't expect it. Mm-hmm. And she's right, though. You only need one laugh. Denny's <laughs> likes to bail people out. He does. That's why he's a true friend, he by is. the way. He is. And yeah. he saved your life again. The Heimlich. All of it was true. <laughs> you bitch-ass swallower. I went yeah. too big. Again. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, one thing to check out, there is a weird thing. I saw it in New York. So when I was in New York, I went to go buy some pot because it's legal. The weird thing, though, is so many people are trying to get it there that they can't even keep up with the demand. In fact, none of the dispensaries locally even had any pot. Wow. Because they just can't. And it's some of the smaller cities and towns. And the problem is a lot of the people fought it locally. So it took a long time for it to even get into some of the really small towns, like probably towns about the size of your town, Kevin, mm-hmm. where yeah. they don't really want it. Or it's not welcome. So it's just so it's a New York state that has legalized it. Yeah. Yes. There's, there's, I mean, a site because Buffalo is the second biggest city in New York. So a lot of New York, a lot of people don't realize they just think it's everything's the city. And New York's got a lot of really small ass towns. Well, it's, tons. And, and judging by just my family members in Buffalo, they love pot. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, so they have a thing called HHC, which I had not seen. But I think it's a great starting area for a lot of people that are interested in pot or if they're curious about it Mm -hmm. because it is a slightly less powerful version of pot. 
what they do is they, ta- I guess they, they got it down to a molecular thing now, but they, they take whatever the leftovers are and they reduce it down to a concentrate. And that concentrate mm. has then enough THC to give you a little bit of an effect, but not enough to mess you up. Oh, diet pot. It's, it's kind of <laughs> like, yeah, it's like tab. Yeah. Pot light. Yeah, well, it is. I, I think for, you know, people, uh, for me, who's kind of on the outside looking in, only just dabble with it, and I'm doing it mainly for health benefits. That it's really encouraging that, you know, people can get into this stuff and you can find something that can knock your ass out if that works. And hopefully they can really start to, for people that are light sleepers or need a deeper sleep to, you know, recuperate from the day they had before. And this is out there. And so hopefully as it becomes more legalized, that's why I'd like to see it really get easy to go get. Because then mm-hmm. you could really do your own test to find out what works for your body. Absolutely. If you have your card, it's it's really fucking easy to get weed. It's it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not hard. I do. The Queen's got some big hang-up about spending the $300. Can I get that for you as a present? I, 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 it's just the doctor please? visit. Yeah, you do, and then the, even right. the state fee isn't that much. I'm wor- I'm working on. I'm wearing her down. Like let's just let's just do it. Like I'll do it. And Dog, let's just get this seriously. Damn thing. Can you like, go buy a gift card for this man? <laughs> yeah. Can well, I just get you in there? <laughs> it's to get the license. You have to. There's yes. a process, right? But they man, they have made it so easy. Yeah. So it used to be when you got it, you didn't even have it yet. It still had to be reviewed by the state, and then they would send you a confirmation number, then which you would then reapprove with your doctor, and then you could get a card printed. It was a whole thing. Now they give you a piece of paper the minute you leave, and you can go right to a dispensary. Yeah, with right. a already made. It, it's I, I like that. Just that freedom. That'd be nice. Oh, it's so hey, nice. Yeah. We, the world yeah. awaits you. Plus, I know. the first time you buy, you get humongous <laughs> savings. Willy Wonka of weed over here wants to hook your ass. I know. All I'm saying is, it's right next to an Olive Garden. If that's not a guts, uh, I know. I saw that place. <laughs> I couldn't believe because we drove by early in the morning, and there were people. There was a line waiting oh. at that door of that place. There's no way that that weed dispensary does not have. Help out Olive Guard. I'm so I'm yeah. convinced all the OG sure. is going off all the yeah. time. True Leaf <laughs> and then Cure Leaf just grand opened across the street from it. It's McDonald's <laughs> and Burger King. We're, we're going to create a war now, and then the weed's going to get cheaper. Yeah, I it really it. is. I mean, they're competing with each other, so you're having local competition. I only, I mean, just as a tip for anyone that does have their card, I only buy on sale days. It's the only time I'll go yeah. buy. Okay. And, and he gets great deals. I mean, you get yeah. so much. Right. Denny's, you could do like a tip of the day. Yeah, do I would I, only buy on sale days, ever. But do a marijuana tip of the day on TikTok so we can get shadow banned for the seventh time. Guys, go <laughs> to the dispensaries. <laughs> oh, it's just TikTok voice. Yeah. Only, uh, hey besties, only buy on sale days. Fit and, check. Like, and, um, and I mean, literally. <laughs> Is there a law about advertising dispensaries on social media in Florida? Because Caitlin did an interview, she was telling me yesterday, at... Um, some dispensary, she said there's a guy who was my age and owned his own dispensary or something like that. And he's looking for somebody to do their marketing. And so she was showing him, you know, oh, I know TikTok and this and that. And here's what I'm doing with that. He's like, yeah, no, no social media marketing. I, don't, I haven't seen any. And I was like, why would you? Maybe because it's federally illegal. I'm like, yeah, there's got to be some law. Because otherwise, doesn't that seem like the number one place you would want to advertise would be TikTok or social media? It would yeah. be everywhere. You would see it everywhere. Yeah. The only thing I can think of is because social media does have strong stances on it. I know Facebook does. I know, And I know that uh, the... TikTok does, and I, I still see people on there doing it, but okay. maybe because they don't do it across the board, because you can't do it across the board, because that'd be like, Florida couldn't do it, then know. Georgia could do yeah, it. Yeah, you said no social I don't media marketing, produced. and I was just yeah. like, I don't get there. There has to be, otherwise it doesn't make any sense to not use social media to market do, your weed biz. On ha- on uh, When you go into TikTok, you know how you can do a hashtag, and a bunch of them will come up mm-hmm. if it's going to be a universal mm-hmm. hashtag. It doesn't come up for pot stuff. You, you won't, if you yeah. want to do weed, wow, yeah, it, none be of the hashtags there, come up. Yeah. 
even looking at emojis, you have to type 420 or something off. You can't just type pot or weed. I think they're trying uh, to keep okay. it away from kids getting okay. access to the stuff. But be prepared for the gender reveal video to get kicked right in the dick by I know. TikTok. I put it on TikTok not even thinking that we already have so many strikes. And it's a giant <laughs> pot well, it's gender a, reveal. It's a stunt. <laughs> By dry grass and it's weed. Yeah, <laughs> and it's explosive, isn't it? Like, like. Oh, it just sucks. I put it up and I didn't even think about it. I get burned one point. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the spark at your hand. Battle mm-hmm. time, baby. <laughs> All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Uh, some other insider information about the Publix Deli and some of the stuff you can get there. Bill said, uh, I know you all love Publix, especially the Deli. I worked in the deli for five years, and I can tell you about the sub sandwich and the pita falafel. So Publix tries to be too cute when it comes to being hip to the times. These staples and standard subs are what we prepare the most for because 96%, that's what people are asking for. The flatbread pita falafel were hardly ever asked for. I made a handful of each personally when I was there. The deli does have a handbook with step-by-step instructions for the creation of the sandwich. However... If you don't know what to look for, you'll get behind. And yes, you do have to fly to the shelves to get the ingredients. They don't have it apparently behind the deli. Holds everything up. It slows things down to a halt. And then Publix customers can be major assholes. But the deli clerk has to take it. There's simply just way too much on the sub menu. Bird, I know you'd like to have that refreshing pita falafel, but understand we don't like making it. If you have any questions, I'll answer further. Yeah, but Look, everything you said I agree with. My only on a strategy level from Publix is you should not put that on your front and center sign and your sub... When you're in the sub line, all you're doing is looking at their sub, line, their sub sign. Yeah. And they're, they're right there. Take it off the... Stop promoting it. And this is it's a message... It's not the customer's fault it, on it's that. It's a message to Publix corporate because... You're in step with the deli workers who hate that it's on there because, and I've seen that before too, where they have to run into the store to get the ingredients because they're not behind the deli. And it's terrible. They don't keep the falafel back there because it hardly ever gets ordered. So when it does, it's like, oh shit, like what aisle do I got to run to? I got to get this, got to get that. And the deli at Publix is always packed. There's always a line at the deli. Which I sympathize with. I, I get. Yeah. I, I completely understand all that. You just can't put that on your fucking substance. You can't. It's, it's a message to Publix corporate. Stop doing it. Stop trying to be cute. Just People don't, don't want it. it. Yeah, you're just you're you're 
clogging up and frustrating everyone involved with the process of going through your deli. Lose, lose, lose situation. Yeah, for what? Well, one person every three months is going to order a damn falafel pita. You're, you're not, trying you're to please everybody. And in the process of trying to please everybody, you make your most faithful pissed off. Well, I don't like sub guilt. And I had sub guilt because I don't want to be the dick face that stops the sub line. I don't want to be the dick face sure. that makes the sub person go find the ingredients. So when I saw that all going down, I go, Oh shit, Daddy's she's gonna go get the fucking falafel. Ten minutes later, they couldn't even find the falafel. So it it was just oh. it was so couldn't un- even find yeah. it. No, it didn't even have the and I finally go, oh just don't even worry about it. I'll I'll do a three cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three cheese sub. Yeah. Uh quick answer. Somebody said uh, as far as doing Social media advertising for marijuana dispensaries, um, it's still a federal offense and social media across the state line. So that's oh, why you cannot advertise. Okay. Yeah. That well, makes sense. That's it. So I guess that would be it. Uh, YouTube, by the way, don't give a fuck. YouTube's got yeah. if you're if you're not trying to make money off of it, if you're if you're just trying to put something out there, mm-hmm. YouTube's a lot more lenient. It really comes into a lot of times if you're trying to make money off of your post. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of, that's why people you'll you'll hear on YouTube, people will bleep out words like the uh, uh what's the unalive the dead. Uh if they're yeah, if they're unalived. swearing a lot. Mm-hmm. I guess you get demonetized when you start to swear in some of these videos. So you're starting to see people not okay. do certain things. If there's yeah. violence in it, I don't think mm-hmm. you can make money off of it. Huh. Uh, someone in the 772 text in, they said, truly sent us a text for a sale they were having. And that makes sense because you could use area codes based on the state that they're in and then send ads to those area codes and be okay because you're not doing a cross-state line transmission. And it's Got not it. social media either. It's, you're going right to your client. Yeah, so that that's probably what the ins and outs are. Uh, I had a little rant earlier this week as well about how they cut off funding and incentives for... TV and film projects coming to the state of Florida. They stopped doing that in 2016. They started in 2004, and it was just so short-sighted. I, I said it when they got rid of it in 2016, and I would said it again, and now they've got a bill in the Florida legislature to try to bring incentives back, and it makes sense. Like 70% of the piece has to be filmed in the state, and I think 60% of the cast and crew has to be residents of the state. I'm okay with that. But just bring it back. It's great advertising for the freaking state. And that's, you know, what we do here, travel and tourism. And uh, Michael had said, yeah, a movie that was actually filmed in Florida in 2016 is The Florida Project starring Willem Dafoe. I'd highly recommend it. It's on the summertime adventures of a six-year-old girl who lives with her unemployed single mother in a budget motel in Kissimmee. And their struggle to make ends meet and stave off homelessness takes place in an environment dominated by the nearby Walt Disney World which was codenamed the Florida Project during its early planning stages. And uh, apparently they took uh, a phone in there and got some video and put it in the movie because Disney doesn't allow you to film, but apparently they didn't retaliate on this film. Mm. Mm -hmm. Then he turns into the Green Goblin. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I did see something. They closed down Space Mountain over the weekend. They did. They're turning it into the Princess Tiana ride, which is Princess and the Frog, which is based in New Orleans. So it's going to be so good. So do they make a little bit new movements in there? Typically, it's going to be the same room, probably the same roller coaster, right? But are they going to change up how they give it a different feel? No, I think they'll completely revamp it. I do? Yeah. One of the things I had seen was that people were taking water from Splash Mountain and they were trying to sell it on eBay. (laughs) I'm like, good Lord. 
But um, yeah, I, I would if imagine. If you buy that, you are yeah. adult. I, I would agree. I would think and it's going to be. Dumb shit. Yeah, I, I would think it's going to be pretty radically different. Be my thought. But okay. I, don't know. I think it will too. Because it's so old, they got to do something different. I just know back in the day they had redone a few different rides. We're, and we're talking nineties, and it was it put paint over it. But well, it they the did that with the Harry ride. Potter ride. They just took the dueling dragons and made that the Harry Potter ride. I'm not gonna lie, dog. I, I was I had too much vertigo to even realize. Oh no, Harry Potter is amazing. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought that that's what they'd done. I thought they converted Dueling Dragons into it. It kinda... looks nothing like Dueling Dragons. No, it it times... looks so good. Harry Potter looks like a movie set. And, and, I, and a lot of times I think they do make it look different, but do they? are they just putting a costume on the ride? It's the same ride that looks different. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The same kind of traction they do. It's still the same ride, but all the decor has changed. I will say, because I thought the dueling, the dueling Dragons was the former Harry Potter. All I know is Harry Potter shook me like something that's never been shook. And I never was the same. <laughs> uh, it was okay. different. <laughs> fucking Potter, yeah. man. I, he got off the ride and Ralph. Immediately, it was the first ride I rode. The whole day, my sisters were not happy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't you ruined the day. Well, because I was Vertigo throw up guy for the rest of the day. That's like, not do fun. You, Vertigo and Spider Man. I'm like, oh, God. I have fucking. My vagina hurts. Yeah, I'm Vertigo. I'll get a turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering, do people know theme park rides enough that that would be a topic you could do for a KBJ draft? You need 15 good ones that people would know. And I don't know if you have enough. I don't know a lot of theme park rides, so I'd have to look it up. Yeah, I think if you're passionate about the theme parks, I know a few that I would want to pick. I know a few, but I see what you're saying. Yeah, it starts I don't to know kind if it of, goes, you got to have 15 solid picks. And even when you have a category that's got 15 to 20, that's not that, you know, some of the categories are yeah. great because there's so much so out much. there. Yeah. If you're fifth, you get fucked over by getting, you draw a two. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. know. I know the game. <laughs> you don't have to mansplain the game. I always try to mansplain. Because I remember growing up as a kid, uh, Kings Island was a theme park outside of Cincinnati, and they had, it was called The Beast, was a wooden roller coaster, and they had one called The Cobra, I think, which was the loop-de-loop. And, you know, that was it, man. You were a cool-ass motherfucker if you'd been on either one of those rides. Yeah. And so it was a big deal. Like we would, oh, But that's two, you know, that we had. The, there was a place I went up to in Pennsylvania when I was a kid called Idlewild Park. And as a kid, yeah. it was, holy shit. On the top of Fuck Mountain, that's how it felt. Yeah. Then I look, I look at pictures of it now, and I'm going, I don't know, man. Did it get shitty, or was it always shitty? And now I have adult eyes. Well, I think now, yeah, I think it's adult eyes, and it's just like with video games. You know, when they came out with Pac-Man, I'm like, this thing's badass. And now I look at <laughs> Pac-Man. <is> so <laughs> whack compared to see. Yeah. I love Pac-Man. I, I think to some extent, roller coasters are kind of the same way. <laughs> So, Pac-Man's great. Yeah, I'll, I'll have Suits put that up. Could you do a KBJ draft on theme park rides? Would you have enough? And it could be, I guess, any theme park. I, I do love Pac-Man. And Denny's has that system where he can pull up any old game from when we were kids, from the 80s, 90s, even some of the 2000s. Uh -huh. And some of those old games, they are they just don't hit as hard as the new games, man. Well, then the new games are insane. Yeah. I'm fucking chasing an MVP title right now, Virginia. Well, yeah. let's all hope you get it. And I, mm. I, it looks a lot like me. It took a lot of time to make it look. <laughs> 
And for the topic, too, it could be even fair carnival rides. Like okay. I, I remember as a kid, there was one, I think it was called the bobsled, where you went up a tube and then you came down around the outside. Or the Himalaya. The Himalaya could definitely, that that would be one I would probably go for <laughs> because I always loved the cheesy-ass DJ on yes. the Himalaya at the Ohio State Fair, man. Growing up as a kid, enjoy your ride on the Himalaya. And he'd be like, well, everybody wants you. It was all that like you know, that kind of <laughs> yes. music. And it's like, this is badass, man. It's an art form. <laughs> yeah. What about we could put on there also the Magnum ride at the South Florida Fair that made Jason sick when you rode with Magnolia? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, you got the swings. You've got... All that Gravitron? kind of stuff. Yeah, Gravitron. Gravitron. Pirate ship where girls get orgasms? That's a good one. I think it would work. Yeah, I think we could do it. That could be our topic for Friday then. I think it's going to... I, I think enough. Have y'all ever been on that pirate ship? The one that goes... Yeah, I sit in the back row because that's the best row to feel the tingly in your beaver. But do you, do you really want to feel the tingly in the beaver? Why not? Some women I can see, yes. You, I don't know why. I feel like, ah, beaver, ah, tingle. You're you don't know about me and my beaver, first of all. Sometimes I like to get turned. Uh, okay, she likes to turn that beef. I don't believe it. Yeah. Whatever. Look at every girl in the back row. She's getting turned. And th- is the back row really the place where a, a woman can achieve the orgasm? Or I at mean, least the tingles. The tingles. I. Mm. I it's going to be pretty quick to. Get off on that thing. It feels fun. Okay, so it's <laughs> going to be any fair or carnival ride, past or present. The Crazy Mouse. The Crazy Mouse down in Miami was a hell yeah. That's at Santa's Enchanted Forest? It yep. was. And uh-huh. they have it at the South Florida Fair, too. Oh, okay. You underestimate it. The Crazy Mouse is popping. It was at the fair? Yeah, I wrote it with Rocco and Mag. It's the same one? Yes. I've got a picture of us on the Crazy Mouse. Mm-hmm, okay. I know you think I'm lying because you're looking at me like I'm full of shit. I never think you're lying. I think you're wrong. You're never <gasps> lying, though. <laughs> I don't ever think you're lying. Bruh, they had crazy mouths. <laughs> I think you're wrong. They had crazy mouths, crazy witches. They're a lot crazy. <laughs> okay, so that'll be our topic for uh, you need to, You need to pick It's a Small World because that's the one thing your bitch ass can handle. Mm-hmm. Oh, whatever, dog. I did Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain three times in a day. <laughs> Hey, it's Jay Bird. Oh, and I've got Vicious V. I've got a Sweet Denny's, and we love butt chicken and seafood. And you know what they got right now? What? You know what they got. What? Crab cake. What? Oh! It's crab cake time, Denny's. <laughs> I'm a big crab cake guy, so I cannot wait to get my hands on these. Oh, Philip with the whole team at Bud, they do a great job. And don't forget, too, you can order online. Those restaurants all through Palm Beach County, BudChicken.com. Uh, got here, Cynthia and Hialeah. She said, uh, going to be doing a wedding in Tampa on February 23rd. We are eloping to go there. My sister is going to perform the ceremony. Says, I'm looking for a small town feel with some restaurants, bars, and some sort of entertainment of shopping, museums, etc. Someplace that won't break the bank. Uh, any location south of Central Florida or either coast or interior. Yeah, I would uh, say, you know, since you're going to be up there in the Tampa area, Clearwater is that. They got, um, we went one time to where they had that that dolphin with the fake fin. I think that's uh, around Clearwater. Uh, you've also got, if you go check out Sarasota, is a cool, quaint little town. And then Siesta Key, great beaches and some cool little bars there. I would uh, recommend that. It's a good place to check out. I always like Clearwater Beach. They've got uh, some cool restaurants and bars right around there. 
And I don't think it's break the bank. It's we always, always did it pretty affordable. I love going to a beach town I've never been and trying restaurants that I've never been to. It's such a fun, cozy feeling. Yeah. Yeah. I love eating on the water when uh-huh. you can legit see the water. You know, some people, oh, it's waterfront, but there's a big old fucking, I don't know, blockade in front of it. You can barely see part it's a of it. It's parking lot. Yeah. You're like, wait a minute. I think the water's down there. Fake ass waterfront property. <laughs> mm hmm. Also got uh, Jeremy who sent this in. We had a guy, a felon, ex-felon, that had walked into a Fort Myers bar with a loaded shotgun, Eey. went to the bathroom, they got it away from him. He said, I'm writing in reference to that story. Uh, here in Florida, even if he had a concealed weapons permit and was not a felon, you are not allowed to bring any firearms into anywhere that sells or serves alcohol. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I so. did not know that. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the videos I watch where, you know, the police are busting somebody, if someone's all drunk and they got their gun, I think it, that, even if they're legal, I think it's not automatic. You're not supposed to be hammered with a gun around. Is that the rule? Yeah, it's it's, it's just it's bad. I mean, that's, that's the one thing. Anybody that I know that, that shoots and we would, you know, go out to the Okeechobee place was you shoot first and then you would go drink and all that. And then as soon as you start drinking, there's no you put the guns up, you lock them up. You don't get near them, and, yeah, you respect it and stay away from it. And you shoot first, ask questions later. Yeah. Both shooting is drunk shooting. Yeah, that ain't that ain't <laughs> good, good idea. Uh, also, somebody uh, texted and said, I heard from a coworker that if you get the medicinal card, you can't have a concealed weapons permit. Any truth to that? I have heard that, too. We've and, covered this before uh-huh. uh, a couple times, and I, be- uh-huh. and I can't remember any of it. Because okay. <laughs> I smoke too much pot. <laughs> Man, the irony, bro. Yeah, right? <laughs> Well, I think Florida is soon. They're getting close to getting rid of even needing a concealed carry. I hear that could be coming up. So, But there's a lot of those things in life where you go, oh, it's so close. I heard blah, blah, blah. And then it never happened. Is it How yeah. close is that to happening? Ryan's saying, no truth. You can't have your weed and guns. You can. Oh, yeah, you and can. That doesn't feel right. Because there's right. so many responsible people who use weed. That, Thank I mean, you. Why, why would you be able to drink and have guns and not do weed? And there's so many people that have guns, and I can tell that they smoke weed. Oh, but you're right, though. I mean, even 12 years ago, talking about weed on the air was so different. It's it, it, mm-hmm. Something's turned big yes. time with yeah. it. Well, no it got to the soccer mom community. It did. That's it's what happened. mainstream. Yeah. It's normalized. It's not a big deal. As soon as soccer moms start doing crack, crack stations will be open. <laughs> it just feels wrong. It feels so wrong. A society where everyone can get crack at any time. Uh, I don't know, man. That We've gone to shit. <laughs> we have gone <laughs> to literal shit. <laughs> And uh, remember the other day I was uh, telling you about that uh, show that uh, I was watching uh, on Travel Channel, and they had uh, all those kind of interesting little stories that were on there. Um, trying to remember what the uh, name of Beyond, it was. yeah, Beyond, it was like some uh, kind of history, but pl- about places. Yeah, it had a little bit of both, and they had had a story about Warren uh, G. Harding. Who was the, yeah, it's uh, Beyond the Unknown is the name of it. The OG, Warren G. Yeah, not the OG, Warren <laughs> G. Harding. And he was a president right after World War One. had a little bit of scandal going on, decided to try to ingratiate himself to the American public by doing a cross-country train tour. By the time he gets to the West Coast from D.C., it's taken its toll. Apparently, one day he just doesn't feel well and the dude freaking dies. But then his wife, the first lady who was with him, gets really weird when they want to do an autopsy and all that. She's like, no, no, there's going to be no autopsy. And she rushed the embalming so they couldn't 
got his body back to D.C. And then the White House staff was a little alarmed because she was she started going into his cabinets, was burning all these papers and things like that. And they're like, what the hell's going on? And her, her behavior after his death was odd. And Doug sent this email and said, I was listening to you talk about how Warren Harding may have been murdered by his wife. And that was the theory. Florence. I love it. He was married to her for 33 years. And it might not have been for some political reason, though his administration was scandal ridden. They said that he was known as a womanizer and had several affairs, one with a woman named Carrie Fulton Phillips about 10 years before he was president. And while he was president, he had an affair with a woman named Nan Britton, and he had a daughter with her, Elizabeth Ann Blasing, who denied he denied was his and his family refused to recognize this girl after his death in 1923. Juicy. Her mother wrote a book about the affair in 1927 titled The President's Daughter and later DNA test proved it was Warren Harding's daughter. Damn, DNA don't lie, Warren. He was famous for all of his affairs with women, all while married to Florence. He wasn't the only president. So that was Harding reputed to have been our most handsome president in the campaign in 1920 was advertised as one who would return the nation to normalcy after the First World War and a man who looked like a president. So maybe his wife, Florence, had just had enough of all the years of affairs. She saw her chance and off the president. I can see that happening. And then what papers would she have been destroying? I don't know. It'd be crazy. But, I mean, I'm just thinking now. I mean, imagine if Joe Biden turned up dead and everybody was thinking, Jill, often. What a, oh, what a, a great scandal story. that was. Oh, I love the juice. For whatever reason. Yeah, you just put it into uh, modern context. If you don't know who Warren Harding is, you'd be like, man, imagine that. He the was hot, lady. you said? When I saw it, he was old, and so I didn't. I don't see the hotness, but is he old timey hot? Because that that's maybe old timey hot is a real thing. Maybe okay. I'm looking at him. He could get it. Okay, for for yeah, for uh, he's old fuck hot. He yeah. If you are into the very white haired, uh, wrinkled dick, long bald kind of a yeah. I, hey, yeah, I, I didn't man. see it. That's why I'm surprised by his. He's got great eyebrows. You know I love a fucking eyebrow. But Virginia, he looks, I'm not even, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't try to go on people's looks. It's not about his looks. That man is 110 years old in that picture. I'm trying to find yeah. a young picture. There's not. He was 110 years yeah, old. Yeah, I don't, I don't see Oh, here it, he is. Look at this cat. He was good looking when he was young. Look at them eyebrows. Oh, the eyebrows are for but me. again, was the fucker ever young? <laughs> he may have just had that swagger. There are people that just, for what in any age, they just they get it, man. They can throw it. <laughs> Virginia's trying to find the youngest picture, and every one of them looks like he's ninety-eight years old. <laughs> yeah, maybe not gonna work. But they are for younger pictures. Ooh, his wife wasn't too cute either. Ooh. No, no, yeah. Florence. <laughs> Florence. That's yeah. fucked up, Virginia. <laughs> I know, right? Again, I'm, he is handsome. I just They're making him out to be like a Brad Pitt young playboy. Yeah. And he looks like a, no. a, a, like a, a hot granddad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, hot dad. Well, there you go. Well, fascinating story. So thank you very much for uh, all the input. You guys always add so much. You can send in those emails, mail at kbjshow.com. And uh, you can also uh, 
Just hit us up by text 877-979-WRML. I think this old president's getting Virginia wet. Oh, my God. Here's his baby pics. Oh, he boy. was delicious. As a baby, he still looks 93. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was born old, man. I will right, we'll see you all back here tomorrow.